0: Whether you've overdone it at the gym, at the dinner table, or on the couch, AHM Health Insurance have a cover for you. Join direct at ahm.com.au.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Flag Flies, the place where we profile and chat about all the Aussies Find the flag for us in the US of A. I'm Christopher Tyler. Alongside me is Lucky Mill. What's going on, buddy?
0: Excited, mate. Excited. We've, we've lasted through the winter.
1: Four more sleeps.
0: Four more sleeps
1: until the college football season is officially underway. Well, the FBS, the FCS has already started. The FBS is underway. Four more sleeps. I'm very much looking forward to it, and I'm I'm looking forward to starting our new tradition of going to the Sporting Globe every Saturday afternoon in Richmond to watch the games. And this will be. Are you in?
0: I am in and anyone else that wants to come in and uh, and, uh, sit with two uh,
1: bored lonely lonely is probably the right word I was going
0: to go like F level celebrities
1: (laughs) you're still putting the title celebrity okay
0: mate just give us something (laughs) Um, we somehow made it onto air, uh, but, uh, but we it, don't look
1: like celebrities though, so we won't stand out amongst the crowd. So you'll have to ask around. Well, we'll probably be the only ones there at eleven thirty in the morning. We've got custom-made
0: honest. shirts saying we're celebrities. <laughs> um, but anyway, Georgia Tech's the first uh, one off the uh, off the uh, off the top of the FPS, Luckily enough, there's an Aussie in there with uh, with Adam Gottsas. So that that's going to be exciting. That's nine thirty a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. It'll kick off on ESPN three. Um, anyone that's got pay TV can uh, can watch that one, Uh, but uh, that's going to be huge, and then uh, obviously the next three, four, four months, four and a bit months, is going to be good weekends, uh, sitting inside watching TV,
1: and not really enjoying the sun, because let's be honest, I don't particularly like the sun, I burn like uh, you wouldn't believe, and I assume you'd be the same too, looking at your uh, complexion. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> that is the... Uh, ow. Uh, yeah, you're correct. Um, but, like, yeah, thanks for that one. Jeez, uh, if we didn't have enough self-esteem issues right now, I mean, thanks, Christos. You're, you're a real charmer.
1: Now, uh, just to rehash on what we mentioned last week, this is going to be our first show kind of... It's it's, it's a new format that we're doing here on the Flag Flies. No longer are we going to be doing our shows. We've uh, condensed all the Flag Flies goodness now into about a half-hour program or 25 minutes, really. But what we are doing is we are starting this week a college show. This isn't just college football, not just college basketball. Any college, not just talking about the Aussies, because that's what the flagfires is for. This is just a general college show. We're launching that tonight. It is called College Nation. Chris and Lockies. College Nation, because we thought, well, you know what, we've been doing this show for a year, and no one knows our names yet, so we thought, well, at least if we put our names in the title of the podcast, then people can at least know.
0: Exactly, and uh, I imagine that uh, down the track, it will just be referred to as College Nation. Uh, because no one... <laughs> I've already
1: started calling it just yeah, College exactly Nation, it so. hasn't even started yet.
0: But uh, no, that's going to be exciting, and it means that uh, we can uh, spread our wings a bit more and talk about... Uh, all the issues in, in well, I, I imagine that we're still going to talk an awful lot about college football and college basketball and because at the end of the day, those are the ones that those are the uh, big ones. And make the, the headlines. And yeah. They have the big topics anyway. Um, but we're going to be talking things about, I suppose, mandated um, minimum stays in the NCAA. We're going to do debates and things like that. Chris versus myself uh, in terms of, you know, is the one and done a good idea? Should there be limits on, 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 uh, on how many internationals should be on scholarship. How
1: big the uh, playoff pool should be, all that sort of stuff.
0: Yeah, so we're going to try and um, uh, create into a bit more of a, of a debated uh, show with uh, topics, hot topics and Well, issues. we actually
1: have to do some research... Exactly, or we can try rather and Rather than getting people on and, and telling us these things rather than us doing our own research like we've been doing the past year.
0: Yeah, but uh, so that'll be exciting and then we can uh, obviously yeah uh, be able to talk about things uh, uh, in a much deeper level as opposed to just the Aussies where we're dict- dictated by uh, where where they're at. But uh, So it's exciting.
1: But while it is a new show, we are still doing our Rounding the Bases, which we did before our uh, little summer vacation or, or summer hiatus that uh, we've been taking over the last couple of months. So we're still going to be doing that. It's going to be a lot shorter... Then following that, we're going to be getting into our feature interview of the day with Damien R. Sanders from pickandroll.com.au, our friend that we haven't seen in quite a long time. And he's bringing with us, lucky, not one, not two, not even three, but four guests into the studio tonight. We're going to have to make, we're going to have to, we're going to have to clean up a little bit, I think, because it's a bit messy. You're leaving your clothes on the floor, all this sort of stuff. We're going to have to clean up because it's going to have to look presentable for our four guests. They are the four Australian members of the EWU Eastern Washington Eagles of college basketball, Vinky Joyce, Felix von Hoff, Jeremy Mackay, and Michael Wern, all in the studio, on the show. We're going to be playing a little bit of it today, then we'll be playing some, because it's going to be a long interview, Lockie. So we can't condense it all into this new format. We're going to be spreading it over a couple of weeks. It is going to be terrific. So after our uh, rounding the bases, we're going to be chatting to all four guys, along with Damien. We're going to have to get some more mics, is what we're going to do.
0: Uh, and maybe some more leg room but uh this look quite cushy in here cozy is the, is the look we're going for uh, i don't know the clothes that you're referring to but uh no it's exciting i mean we've we've spoken to Venki before uh who was uh, was a great interview subject but obviously with these uh three other lads coming in uh will be great insight into uh, i suppose the the new and probably uh, increasing dynamic that's happening in college uh basketball where maybe some teams are targeting their roster uh, being built around international uh, athletes. And we've seen just in this past off-season, uh, LSU coming out to Australia for recruiting, Cal coming out to Australia for recruiting, St Mary's have always done it, and there's been numerous teams going to Spain and Italy. Um, and it, even from a women's perspective, I think University of Iowa went across to, to Spain recently. So... Uh, some really interesting things happening in, in the world of college basketball in terms of recruiting, and our boys at EW are, are, are one of those uh, groups of people.
1: Absolutely. So it's going to be a big show, not a lot of time, so let's get to it. She said- First up on rounding the bases this afternoon is Xavier Player from SEN America, mate. We've got two Aussies in the major leagues uh, at the moment, one being uh, Liam Hendricks, who we spoke a lot about last season. What's he up to at the moment?
2: Well, Liam's had a really good year this year. He seems to have uh, found his place in the bullpen, so he's made 45 appearances this season, a win-loss record of 4-0, and and has an earned run average of 2.67, so yeah. Going from a starting role where he'd struggled throughout his career to now being a permanent bullpen guy seems to really be paying off for it.
1: How do you reckon he'll go for the rest of the season Will he continue to get that opportunity? Look,
2: looking, at, looking at how he's pitched this season, I think he's going to keep pitching that well throughout the season. It looks like the Blue Jays are going to be making the uh, playoffs this year for uh, the first time in a long time. I don't have a number on me exactly, but I think that them and the Mariners are the only two teams that haven't made the playoffs in the last decade.
3: It's
1: going to be an interesting season for Toronto baseball. It's very exciting at the moment. Let's move on to the second player who I got called up a couple of weeks ago in Peter Moylan.
2: Yeah, Pete's a really good story. He's had Tommy John surgery twice. He signed at the start of the year in the Braves organization to play a coach role. He's been back up now for about a week and a half. He's made eight appearances in that time. He's pitching pretty well. 0-0 win-loss record, which, yeah, not... Not a surprise given his reliever status. Uh, Earned run average of 4.91 is probably a little higher than he'd hoped for, but he's also been unlucky. Uh, The boys from the SEN MLB podcast talked to him after an outing against the Cubs at Wrigley Field where he faced one battle. Pitched well, but, you know, field commits an error. Guy makes it on base.
1: So just before we finish up, what do you think he needs to do for the rest of the season to maintain his spot in the bigs?
2: I I think that the Braves have shown enough faith in him now that, that he's got a spot for not only the rest of this year, but I think looking into next year also. It's interesting you talked about he'll probably need to play ball over our summer, so Northern Hemisphere winter to keep himself in shape. So it'll be interesting to see where he ends up from that.
1: Beautiful, mate. Where can we hear the uh, SEN MLB podcast?
2: Uh, if you go to the SCN America Facebook page, it's the latest episode which featured Melbourne Aces General Manager Justin Huber in addition to uh, Frida Kernak and Justin Charles hosting will be up there.
1: Next up on Running the Bases is Olgan Yulik from pickandroll.com.au. Mate, welcome to the show.
4: Thanks for having me again.
1: Now, I guess the big uh, news from the week is the fact that to Isaac Humphries, it's finally out. He is going to Kentucky.
4: He, he is. He uh, reclassified to the class of t- uh, 2015, and he's, he's at um, Kentucky right now, already started his classes.
0: Uh, who did he, uh, who did he end up beating, uh, or Kentucky beat out for for his services in the end?
4: Uh, it. From what I know, it came down to Kentucky and Wichita State. He was he was really high on Wichita State. Um, if he went there, he would have kind of rounded out their roster. They have they have a really good roster that um, would have had a chance to uh, compete for the NCAA tournament. But going to Kentucky was way too hard to turn down.
0: I was going to say, I mean, I love the Shockers, but you know, in all in all honesty, if you got Kentucky on the board, you got to go there. Uh, another, uh, yeah. another another one we've got to talk about who's been receiving a, a ton of interest recently is uh, is the brother of the two frowling twins at SMU, Harry. What's the news with his recruitment?
4: Now, um, he's recently cut his list down to 10 schools. Uh, I spoke to him the other day. Um, he's he's really high on places like Oregon, uh, Miami, SMU as well, um, might join his sisters, um, and also Wake Forest. They're the one school that has uh, secured a visit from him, but... Uh, he's still he's still looking at the other schools for the visits, but um, yeah, he's got a lot of big schools going after him.
1: So what kind of timeline are we looking before we hear where he'll possibly go?
4: Well, I expect him to decide on, what, on his visits uh, in the next few weeks. Um, he'll probably do them sometime in maybe September, maybe October, um, but you've want to get a decision until later uh, at the end of this year.
0: And is there any other other boys or girls currently coming through the system now that we've got to look out for that, that have offers on the table? We know ring has got uh, Texas on the table and things like that. Who should we be looking for?
4: Uh, yeah, Ger is a 2018 guy. He's got Texas, Ohio State. Uh, he's still quite young, so he's got some uh, big schools going after him. The main thing to look out for is the, the recent under-17 team, which um, does have a lot of good talent. They just qualified for the Fever under-17 World Championships, that'll be at Spain next year. And... There are, some, there are some guys in there, no uh, college interest yet, but um, they'll definitely uh, get on the board for some colleges quite soon.
1: All gone. Thanks for joining us on the show again, mate. We'll speak to you next week.
4: For sure.
1: Finishing us up on rounding the bases this afternoon, is it Richard Garraway from the SEN NFL podcast, mate. Welcome to the show.
5: G'day, guys. How you doing?
1: Not too bad. Has the Hain plane uh, come crash landing straight to, uh, to earth again, or, or what's happening there?
5: Not in my view, but in the view of Fox Sports News Australia, I'm sure it has. Um, This is exactly what most of us are expecting. He's a third-string running back, so he didn't see many reps in the most important preseason game.
0: The the argument would be, though, that in in the third game, maybe they're going to start to rest up some of their starters. <laughs>
5: uh, no, not really. They tend to do that in the fourth game. Damn it! Um, I know. I
0: was kind of trying to set you up, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> Look,
5: he, he, there'll be cuts tomorrow, and he won't be involved in those. I think he'll survive the first round, um, so he'll get a lot of opportunity in this in this fourth game. But the third game is really the dress rehearsal with the starters. He's not a starter. He's not going to get time. He's still battling for that roster spot. His running back play still looks really bad. So he's got a long way to go.
1: So you're saying that the sky isn't falling as much as the world wants to act like Chicken Little?
5: Um, no, I don't think it's falling at all. I think he's still got a pretty good chance to make the roster. If not, the rest of the NFL has seen him. So He might get signed to someone else's practice squad if he doesn't make the 49ers practice squad.
0: And that's the other thing that Haynes Sports Australia, as I've uh, now, now <laughs> dubbed him, uh, because every single post is about Jared Haynes, uh, 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 I think failed to mention, is that uh, the interesting part for me will be if he doesn't make the roster and he's put on waivers... What are the other teams? I mean, there's 31 other teams that are going to be able to have a look at him um, or, uh, and, and be able to make their judgment. If he slips through all of them, then, uh, then maybe he's uh, not as uh, highly rated as everyone thinks.
5: Yeah, that's exactly correct. He'll, I think, I'm still not sure he's going to make the roster. I think it's still a 50-50 proposition. And as you rightly mentioned, when they make their final cuts, which are the following uh, Tuesday our time, not this week, but the following week, Uh, he'll then be on waivers. Anyone can claim him um, to their active roster. And then you kind of go into a bidding process of whose practice squad you might want to sign with. If the 49ers offer him one of their 10 slots, I would expect him to sign there because they've got some reputation with him. He probably doesn't want to have to find a new house, all that sort of stuff that comes with it. But who knows? There might be four other teams who would be happy to sign into their practice squad. And at that point, he gets to choose where he wants to go.
0: And uh, just speaking of people that get to choose where they get to go, the beneficiaries of, of those sorts of things, namely the undrafted players uh, and uh, the Australian punters are the ones that come into frame there. Jordan Berry and Brad Wing currently fighting it out at Pittsburgh. Uh, Jordan Berry's game on the weekend just happened to be the digest player of the week uh, for Pittsburgh, obviously going really well and looking, uh, looking sharp to maybe land on the roster.
5: Yeah, he looked exceptional. He had one punt off his own goal line that I watched it a few times. It must have gone 75 yards in the air. It was massive. And that was the one thing that I think was holding him back. Brad Wing's got a really big boot on him, but he's not particularly consistent. Jordan Berry's a thing, I guess you could call it, is that he does he's very, very consistent. And now he's ripping off booming kicks. And then he steps in, he's doing kickoffs. You know, when the kicker got hurt. So for the first time I actually think Jordan might win this job. I always thought it was Brad's to lose and he'd done Nothing to lose that job, but Jordan this week might have just done enough to have him sitting in that special teams meeting room, because there's cuts coming down tomorrow. and I think one of them are going to be involved in it. They might just go with Jordan after the weekend's performance.
1: We wouldn't be too upset about that, mate. What's coming up on the SEN NFL podcast this week?
5: Biggest thing, we'll recap all the dress rehearsal uh, week three preseason games. Uh, There's some really interesting results to come out of it. Of course, we'll recap all the cuts. The rosters have to be cut down to 75 as of tomorrow, uh, our time. So we'll have all those cuts and and see if there's some interesting ones in there. Thanks for joining us, mate. Appreciate it. No worries. Thanks, guys.
1: Now, it is a special, special episode of the Flag Flies today because we love having in-studio guests. But even more than that, we love having five of them. The studio is so full at the moment that we've actually had to kick out Lockie, so he's not going to be a part of the interview anymore. He's going to sit the rest of it out. He's gone. He's gone home. He's no more. But Damien Alcenas from pickandroll.com.au has taken his place. Damien, welcome to the show.
6: Thanks once again. It's been a while.
1: It has been too long. It's been so long since I've seen your beautiful face. Well, actually, not that long (laughs) because I saw you at uh, the Melbourne United LSU game uh, last week. So I saw you then. But before that... It was quite a while, and you've done a very, very good thing for this show. You've brought with us not one, not two, not three, four college basketballers, all who are going to be suiting up for EWU this this, uh, this year. Eastern Washington University, the Eagles, all four of the boys are in studio with us. It is going to be tremendous. I don't know how we're all going to fit because they they're they're big boys, but thankfully Lockie is gone, so that's, that's at least a little bit of the problem gone.
6: Yeah, we've definitely got a little bit more airspace to work with here.
1: Absolutely. So let's get into the chat. The last season was one of success for the Eastern Washington Eagles who took out the Big Sky Tournament and punched their ticket to the Big Dance for the second time in program history and the first time since 2004. And a big part of the program's success last year was three Australians, Venki Joyce, Felix van Hoff and Daniel Hill, two of whom are returning to Cheney this season. We've also got another three Australians suiting up for the Eagles next year in Jeremy McKay, Jesse Hunt and Michael Wern. And we've been lucky enough here on the Flag Flyers to have four of the five boys, all of them except Jesse, with us in the studio today. And before we actually introduce them, we've got uh, some music to introduce them to. So let's have a listen. I've never seen a group of people get so pumped up for an interview just because we're playing the John Cena theme song. (laughs) I'm missing something, obviously, but yeah, these guys are pubbed. Oh, it's mate! Definitely
7: an appropriate theme song to introduce us. I think.
1: Well, but... clearly. Well, I asked you what uh, you'd like for uh, a walk-up song, and this was pretty much the the uh, the, yeah, the, <laughs> the consensus,
7: unanimous decision. This M- is the one we need. You
8: know, the the realistic fighting and everything that goes on in the WWE. That's really what we have. Uh, the realistic one exactly. Just that sort of aggression.
1: Well, let's let's introduce you one by one before <laughs> we start. We'll start with Vinky Joyce, mate. Welcome to the show.
7: Oh, thank you, thank you.
1: And then Felix von Hoff. Welcome yep, to the show. Thank you. Michael, welcome to the show.
9: Thank you very much. Thanks for having us.
1: No worries, mate. And Jeremy McKay, welcome to the show, mate. Uh, Cheers for having me. No (laughs) worries, mate. No
9: worries.
1: (laughs) Now, firstly, it must be good to be home, boys. Obviously, um, there's not a whole lot of time that we're going to find all four of you in the same place in Australia at the same time. So how are you all here at the same time, and and how are you all finding Australia? We'll start with you, Venky.
7: Well, me and uh, Fuzz, Michael, um, we just arrived here like a couple of weeks ago, so um, we haven't had too much of a chance to get adjusted yeah, but um no i mean we, we we get about a month's break before um we, we kick into season um and you know felix was lucky enough to get home before everyone else but uh now yeah jeremy four four of the melbourne boys and um all, all together so we've been working out and you know
1: what do you guys get up to is it, is it just working out and just a whole bunch of not much or what do you actually do when you're over here
8: Pretty much a whole bunch of not much. Yeah, no. <laughs>
1: yeah. Just, just watching really, some wrestling, yeah, going really, to some
8: WWE? Some WWE. <laughs> I've definitely caught up with the storylines in the WWE. That's definitely a, a lot of stuff I've missed over the year with some hard study that was going on over there. <laughs> but uh, I've really tried to work on my napping, which has really improved <laughs> drastically. Since so I've you weren't home. a good
1: napper before this?
8: No, I wasn't more due to the state of the couches that were in the locker <laughs> room. Oh, Which is why.
7: Oh no! Yeah. They had the comfiest couches of all time. All time, year, all time. All time. And moving into my sophomore, and then they just decided we have furniture allowance money, so we'll just <laughs> buy a bunch of brick beds, um, <laughs> yeah. stuck them in there, and threw the other ones out. And so, by not my an naps. exaggeration that, on the that, brick yeah. bed, either it is a solid brick. That ended <laughs> naps at Eastern for 2014. Yeah. So, would
1: that be the thing you miss most about uh, Australia and Melbourne? Then is is just comfortable couches? Is
7: a a
8: soft couch that has some sort of cushion and spring involved in it. I
1: wouldn't have thought that's too much to ask for to be honest
8: but no and also is that we are working out, we do work out a lot in the mornings, I've been trying to sort of be in the gym every day at least while we're back but you do have to take that, that time to sort of rest your legs a little bit especially because our season was a little bit prolonged
1: and yeah do you guys have a training program that you actually have to follow or is it kind of just whatever? Is there actually something that the team has put together and, and you have to strictly follow it or what's what's the deal with yeah, that?
7: Yeah, so, so we get, um, for, for weights, um, we've been given kind of a, uh, you know, a, a four-week training program that everyone's trying to abide by. Obviously, it's, it's hard when you don't have, you know, elite facilities um, around you, but... Um, you know, uh, everyone's I think trying to get down to uh, Essendon. Essendon's been one of the big ones for uh, Felix and Jeremy, and then um, obviously we're on the other side, uh, me and Fuzz. So, you know, I've got I've got one down in Knox. I don't know where he's working out, but deciding not to. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. He hasn't working been yet. working out is what he was trying to say. Um, we'll, we'll move on, though.
6: I mean, Yeah, but in the off-season, we've got Jeremy here, obviously, and he's had a pretty big off-season playing hoops. Do you want to share a little bit about more some of your off-court success?
3: Oh, I mean, yeah, why not? Um, we was I was probably lucky enough to be part of the under-19 EMU's team. So there was a couple of uh, week-long camps off the AIS that were pretty intense. Like, capes managed to do our paces. Felix, like am a bit close to you, mate. <laughs> um, it, is, it, it, it
1: is a relatively small studio We do have to kind of Cuddle in together So uh, you straight two hands, are doing nicely Netflix
3: and chill um, <laughs> <laughs> Of course <laughs> <laughs> No, Cage put us through our paces And picked a pretty good team We tried to play an up-tempo style Unfortunately, we had a couple of injuries Up over there You know, we can't really make any excuses um, Had a massive game against Serbia They were apparently like One of the top favourite teams coming in Beat them in the round of 16 uh, Apart from that I mean, disappointing in The result against Turkey in the quarterfinals, but I mean, it was a great experience over in Greece.
6: Yeah, definitely. And look, we all followed that back home and it was good to see you guys doing well. Obviously you want to do a bit better, but you can't win them all either. So we recognize that, but in this off season, you know, we've also had Felix over here. He's um, now a co-team captain, I believe. Is that correct? Yeah. Me and Venky have got the, uh,
8: the sort of leadership group, if I make a footy reference there role this year, which is, you know, I'm really looking forward to. I think it's uh Towards the end of the year, I think me and Venk tried to be as vocal as possible because we do have a team which is mixed between sort of introverts and extroverts, and sort of as a as an extrovert myself, you gotta you gotta use your voice for some good sometimes. So uh, we definitely try to get vocal at practice. So yeah, and no, I think that's that's one of the reasons.
1: And to go along with that, I think the more esteemed um acknowledgement that you've been given is a social media ambassador or something like that oh yeah the, can you kind of tell yeah, 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 us what this too. is all about you're just the, the best at tweeting is junior that assistant what pencil it comes down sharpener?
8: i've got the uh, <laughs> yeah no it's a fantastic role and you know i'm just overjoyed to have it i think my uh my, so, my do, ratio of twitter followers is currently i think i'm following more people than i have followers <laughs> so yeah fantastic choice do you actually but, uh,
1: know what that entails what you're supposed to do Um, I think
8: I've got to tone down what I tweet about. I think that's mostly (laughs) what it is. Maybe they're just trying to rein me in, so they've given me a nice little tagline to go with it. Yeah, they drew his name out of a hat, and they couldn't have picked a word. Yeah, yeah. it was actually out of the whole student body, and I happened to to have the only registered vote, so...
6: Yeah, now, out of you guys, we've we've sort of noticed there's not a lot of tweeting amongst you, and we were actually talking about whether Venki's mother, Jennifer, should have probably been the ambassador for the team. She's she's, red-hot
7: She's the, um... I think the unofficial ambassador. She doesn't really need any uh, official recognition because <laughs> everybody already knows. Um, so yeah, she does a pretty good job of that.
8: I actually follow Venky's mum's tweets as our pre-game sort of preparation. You know? so, yeah. <laughs> I don't actually look at the scout anymore. Does I'm, it get I'm read out? just follow Does it get yeah, read out before the
1: game? Yeah, it is out. Yeah, yeah both
8: motivation. It's everything. It's not yeah. John Cena.
1: You don't listen to John <laughs> Cena. You get no, someone yeah. to read out Venky's mum's tweets.
8: Yeah, no, it's actually just yeah, just making yeah. them mum's We usually stick them up on the wall, and that'll be our uh, our game plan. Yeah, motivation,
9: know. everything.
6: Now, Michael, Jeremy, that's something really to look forward to this season.
9: Yeah, for sure, that's definitely something I'm looking forward
3: to. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like someone's mum's twist to get you motivated. For <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, Michael, we'll move on to uh, how you came to EWU because you are one of the new kids on the block. So, how did you yeah. find your way to the school? What was the process like?
9: Um, well, for me, it was. Um, a couple of guys down at uh Danong Basel Stadium uh where I play played Seabull there for the past 2 years that's been a couple of guys they knew Jim Hayford or uh, the the head coach at Easton and from then on I just got uh recruited by uh by a couple of guys uh Shante Leggins and Alex Prubel they were talking to me a lot and yeah as the process went on I mean it was definitely I decided it was the right school for me and I mean I had a couple of different op- different options but uh, as soon as I did my visit I knew it was uh it was the place I wanted to be. So, yeah.
1: And obviously it helps a lot that you have so many Aussies as well.
9: Yeah, well, Felix and Venki, um, I'm good friends with both of them before I got there. So um, I, was, uh, I, was st- I was stoked to go, to go with them. I didn't know Jeremy was committing until <laughs> after I actually yes, signed. Actually so um, right. as much as I love oh, Jeremy, two, I just? as much as I love Jeremy, I didn't know he was going until um, after I had already signed. So it was just yeah. a bonus. Yeah, knowing he was coming just uh, top to the top to signing.
6: So on that note, Jeremy, you've gone from one championship team at Albany in the America East, and you now moved across to Eastern Washington. So help us understand a bit around what the decision making was behind that to go from one successful team in
3: one conference to another. Lance Franklin. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, please elaborate on that. Um, No, well, personally, I felt felt like the move would be best for me, basketball-wise. Nothing personal at Albany. It was just... I mean, it just didn't feel like the best situation, best fit playing style-wise. Um, they seemed to just not, I didn't, it wasn't my style of basketball. So I figured I'd, need to, I want to play at the highest level possible. So I opened up my options at the end of the season. And uh, thankfully enough, I was talking to Felix about everything and then Eastern Washington gave me a call after everything was sorted and kind of said, do you want to come out here on a visit and check it all out? This is the style of play and obviously I want to go somewhere successful. And the main thing, they sent me this video of how everyone played and I just just love exactly how I like to play basketball.
1: That brings us to the end of the show today. Chris Tyler and Alokie Miller that you probably would have noticed throughout that interview was not present. He had to leave halfway through. Has a bit of a stomach bug, so hopefully he'll be back better than ever next week. And that also means that our college show that we wanted to start this week will not be taking place, so that will be postponed until next week. So if you wanted to catch our new college podcast you will have to wait seven more days before you can get that can you can catch the second and third parts of that interview with the boys from eastern washington university over the next couple of weeks as well in the meantime you can check us out uh, on facebook at facebook.com forward slash the flag flies as well as our twitter page at the flag flies and you can find all of Sen america's stuff at scn.com.au and on their facebook and twitter pages at scn america and facebook.com forward slash scn america until next week guys have a good one